Welcome to another edition of this uh, podcast, Sports Card in- Insights by Dr. James Beckett. That's me. Looking forward to spending another 10 or 15 minutes with you on today's topic. But first, our sponsors, Beckett Media, BGS, BAS, Burbank Sports Cards, ComC, Heritage Auctions, Huggins & Scott Auctions, Mike Stadium Sports Cards, Panini, Tops, and Upper Deck. Outstanding companies, delighted to have them as sponsors. Look forward to introducing them to you more personally as we get through some of these episodes. Today's topic is Tom Brady and uh, TB12. We'll see what we can discuss about what's what's gone on with Tom Brady. I'm going to focus mainly on his rookie cards and probably not the most expensive rookie cards that are autographed uh, and the, the shortest of the short prints, but the basic rookies that you could get in the packs that came out in the year 2000. Surprisingly, as a sixth round draft pick, but uh, a Big Ten Michigan Wolverine, so he had uh, there's some. He's a quarterback, so the card companies probably are a little more inclusive even now with taking and putting uh, quarterbacks in their sets. He wasn't married to his model wife at that time, but he he had uh, classic size and and uh, you know a quick release and. And all that. So he had a lot of things going for him, but still a sixth round draft pick. And the perception is that, well, there were so many companies doing football cards in those days still. Uh, there was a perception that he wouldn't have as many rookie cards because of his low draft status and all that. But basically, he, he was in so many of the sets. He wasn't included by tops, which, uh, but he was included in Bowman and Bowman Chrome. So the whole supply and demand thing, um, his cards demonstrate how demand can overwhelm supply. He has cards that are numbered to large amounts, like uh, a thousand, two thousand, three thousand, still going for uh, uh, unprecedented prices for uh, for for those years. His only. <laughs> I don't even know that you could say he's a comparable quarterback, but at that time Chad Pennington was was uh, more touted, but uh, Brady pretty quickly uh, passed him up. So what's going to happen when he retires? I don't. I can only say for sure that he that he will retire, uh, but he's already been talked about as being the 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 goat, the the greatest of all time. And uh, I don't, uh, I really can't dispute that in the sense that, that there's been nobody better by some of the standards that were set. But he's a classic type of quarterback who has excelled with one coach in a system that has has worked very very well. So what happens when he retires? Will his prices soften? Not sure about that. Again, he's. No one knew he would. The last couple of years, it, 
He's 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 just an amazing guy. The Super Bowl rings and the productivity at a at, and and the uh, winning team leadership. Uh, I don't know what he would do after he retired. Anyway, I don't think he's going to go into politics. I don't necessarily think he'd be an announcer. Maybe he'll just be a husband and a dad, which that's something I enjoy. It's a good retirement thing. But staying busy, be interesting to see what he does. I took a look at, first of all, I thought about uh, the Brady cards that I have picked up over the last years. I, I'm not a, a real active buyer of cards, but once a quarter or so, something will come across my radar and it might be a, uh, an estate sale around here or a, a, some conglomerate lot in an auction. And I'll just, you know, I have fun looking through the cards and so I bought some cards that had uh, some football card collections. And the amazing thing was when they're cards from the 90s and the 2000s, uh, you'd expect to have a, a sprinkling of of uh, all the years, all the brands, all the players, and it just makes sense of it. But I remember one collection I bought a few years ago. This was uh, several years ago, and it had... A bunch of mixed up 97, 98, 99, up, no 2000s. Now there's 2001, 2000, 2003. There was every year but 2000 football. And I'm not just talking about the Brady's being missing. It was like either that dealer or whoever had the cards had uh, either sold them all or uh, set them aside. But that has made anything unopened uh, 2000 when Brady's rookies are just kind of golden. So I thought about what about, um, so I dug out some of these cards. I thought, well, wait a minute. What, these are these are pretty valuable, and they're even more valuable if they're graded. So it, it raised the issue to me of, is there a number above which the raw card uh, justifies grading? If it's a $10 card and you grade it, and it turns out to be worth Twenty dollars in in the condition that it's graded in. You 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 maybe paid ten bucks for your grading. So, uh, and sometimes you can pay even a lot more. So, uh, I've at time I've pretty much always thought if I had a card that was raw for a hundred dollars, I would I would get it graded. That would be a, a reasonable thing to do. And if you get a good grade, your if you get a great grade, you're 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 going to get a premium. And if you get a uh, not so great grade. At least it's uh, authentic and encapsulated. So I looked at 42 different rookie cards from Tom Brady that came out in 2000. And I looked at what their price was in 2004, you know, when I was in the process of selling uh, the company and kind of getting out of the business aspect of I've remained being a hobbyist of sorts, but getting out of the business and just seeing what the prices are now compared to what they were in 2004. And that's many more Super Bowls and a lot of uh, performance on the field and, and, and popularity and recognition of his greatness. But I noticed that there wasn't a linear or multiplicative factor that would explain the prices now compared to the prices then. And that's 
the way it was when we were doing price guides. I mean, it, it, there just isn't a formula. There are some guidelines that dealers use that that one guy is twice as much, uh, twice as valuable as the other, or this this particular year is fifty percent more um, uh, expensive than the year before or the year after. But for individual cards, it it can be all over the place because supply and demand are not fixed in the minds of the people. The demand can change, obviously, but the perception of supply even can change. I, Admittedly, if a card is numbered to 2,000 and they're serial numbered, then there are 2,000 of them. But the perception of that depends on the year and the, the, the quantity of product that was produced as to how difficult those one of 2,000s would have been to pull at the time. So that's why some of these seemingly, the, the first one here is the absolute Brady that was $30 back in 2004. Sound like a bargain. Uh, $250 in the OPG now. And that's numbered to, that, 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 there are 3,000 of them. So uh, one thing I noticed is a lot of the differences between 2004 and 2019, like about a 10x. So that's only 8x. Is that bad? Is that means it's undervalued now or was it overvalued then? Again, it's not a perfect relationship. The next was Aurora, one of the Pacific brands, was $8 back in 2004. Uh, again, we need our time machines, but $50 now. And if uh, I, I'm probably not going to go through all of these, but I can tell you that Pacific was uh, a company that was rolling back in the in the year 2000 and is now defunct. My our friend Mike Kramer was the owner and founder of that and a very uh, bright and creative guy, but uh, there was a survival of the fittest and uh, some tightening up from the licensing entities. And when, it, when a company uh, loses its license or uh, is not renewed, uh, there can be situations where there's a, a different perception of the supply, and the supply can even change if 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 a company does go out of business or sells. There sometimes their product is remaindered, and, and again that can have, have an effect after the fact. Um, Black Diamond, fifteen bucks in two thousand four. That maybe sounds too low because it's four hundred now. That's uh, out of twenty four hundred. Bowman went from $8 to $300. And again, I think that's largely just the, the, the strength, the ongoing strength of the Bowman brand in all sports. And then Bowman Chrome, which was $30 15 years ago and now $600. And that's, uh, I will say one thing about Bowman Chrome. My sense is that Bowman Chrome is not, it's not con- condition insensitive is not the way to say it, but there back in the fifties and sixties, there were cards, a lot of cards and sets that were very condi- and particular cards that were condition sensitive. Well, Bowman Chrome is a, uh, is a brand that is strong and, uh, generally you see excellent grades. You can see, uh, 9.5s and 10s and, and, uh, and nines. If you have an eight in a Bowman Chrome, perhaps that's not not a great grade for that brand. Collector's Edge Supreme, fifty bucks back in two thousand four. Only two hundred now, and again another another uh, 
defunct brand and defunct company, even though numbered out of 2000. So you, the question is, was it overvalued then or undervalued now? Again, the, it's, it's, the supply is known, so it's a question of the demand. If more people started chasing it, just like uh, common stocks, that's when things go up. Uh, Crown Royale, uh, 25 bucks now, 200 Again, Pacific. Donruss, this is, uh, you know, again, there, <laughs> there's Donruss and there's Leaf and there's Fleer, and those brands um, can live on, but they, they're living on with the, with the, with the different ownership. Uh, they, uh, the Playoff Contenders, which is an autographed version <laughs> Two hundred twenty-five bucks back in two thousand four, late two thousand four, and eight thousand now. What what we learned from looking at these, and I'm not going to go through every single one. I mean, some of them are, have just increased by four times, and some a couple of them increased by by forty times. So, how would you know back in the day which were the ones? Well, again, the stronger companies. And the companies that had longevity have poured more and more marketing and emphasis and PR into strengthening their brands, and the brands have been enduring over the years. Uh, whereas the failing companies, the defunct companies, their their product perhaps got remaindered. Uh, it it and 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 nobody's uh, nobody's promoting it right now. Nobody's trying to get uh, the, uh, the, uh, the 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 top set every year. And like I said, the ironic thing is that Brady wasn't in tops in 2000. So the adages in the industry are always get the best condition. Well, I don't know if this is an adage, but I've heard it said that, you know, try to get the best condition you can afford and try to get the the best card you can afford. And those are the ones that have appreciated the most when when times are good. It's obviously good when times are bad. People still want to. Uh, hold on to their to their to their best stuff. Now I haven't really even discussed some of these very short printed the the more uh, extreme version of many of these sets. There were uh, uh, parallels that are are uh, just very aggressively sought and not not. Uh, I don't. I mean, again, it's just unprecedented uh, prices for for uh, a, a guy that's still playing. And like I said, it's if you had a crystal ball, you'd know that he's going to have another great year, and his cards will go up even more. But it's you know, I'm not one of these guys that says that um, you, you're 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 it's uh, you're guaranteed to make money. It, the cards could never go down. Uh, they'll always go up. So I always caution people to buy what they enjoy. And if you have a pride of ownership, and if you're paying big bucks for a card, uh, it, it's it's nice if you can display it and, and tell your friends that this is my favorite player, or this is the guy I think is the greatest uh, of all time. If it's autographed, if it's short printed, if it's serial numbered, again, those are... Those are not bad things, but uh, the liquidity of his cards is is amazing right now. In five years, again, I'm never going to be one to say, hey, just hold on forever and it's going to keep going up. That is not a sure thing. Even though I'm, 
I, I can be bullish on the hobby in the sense that uh, it's a wonderful hobby. People really enjoy collecting. I hope they always will. But uh, Brady is an example of a guy who has is, uh, climbed the mountain and is at the peak of hobby uh, intensity and interest. And I hope... I hope that stays the same, although I certainly hope uh, some of these younger quarterbacks can, uh, they're going to be great too. They're going to be great in a different way. And uh, again, 2000 doesn't seem like a long time ago to me, but it's ancient history in terms of the hobby, in terms of all those different, I mean, now we've got lots of different brands, but but a a single source uh, licensed uh, football company that, that does an excellent job. So Thanks for listening today. I'll be back tomorrow. I'm trying to do this daily. And I'll have, again, these these first episodes that I'm doing are trying to do some different approaches to see what uh, what uh, listeners like. And then we'll, uh, we'll, we'll move forward doing more of what you like and hopefully less of what you don't like. So, again, thanks for your attention. I'll talk to you soon. Signing off. Bye-bye.